All right, so to start this discussion today, I have a little excerpt I'm going to read. I know, boring, but Mr. Juan Gonzalez, who's one of my moderators on Facebook, posed a really good question, and he said, I've been approached by quite a few fellow electricians, some of which are small electrical contractors, regarding a debate surrounding the issue of trade skills gap and AI and ChatGPT. Some fellow electricians are inclined to believe that AI and ChatGPT will solve the need for field personnel, but in my view that that's not true. So like, are they ever going to, is AI some gonna, some way going to replace electricians is what's being asked. Right. Right. Okay. So then uh, all AI and ChatGPT will initially do is flood the HR departments of ECs, electrical contractors, uh, with individuals who will present appealing resumes, but who lack solid qualifications as real experience and education in electrical work. Granted, AI and the ChatGPT platform are the wave of the future, but as it stands now, it's not a viable solution. Some think it to be. I don't claim under any circumstances to have all the answers. Hence, I put out the question, what do you all think might be an effective POA uh, to address the skilled labor shortage in the electrical trade. And then he tagged me, Dustin Selzer, I know you're doing your part to contribute solutions to this problem, hence I acknowledge your efforts. And I put a really, really long response on here. So I have my thoughts on AI, like with with people, um, but also in the electrical trade, outside of electricians, there's still a lot of people. Yeah. So what do you think the actual impact of AI in the electrical industry is going to be? In the electrical field, I think it's going to push it just like everything else. Everybody's going to become a little bit smarter because the resources are readily available in ways that we understand. Um, of course, there's always the, you know, you have to make sure it's correct. But as AI gets better and better, it seems to be pretty fact-checked within its own self. So. So right away, I think people are going to be smarter or more resourced. Yeah, yeah. maybe not smarter, maybe dumber because we don't have to log information. Right, we don't have to remember, but with any tool, you suddenly have the ability to put your thoughts in different places. You know, when, when print happened, you suddenly don't have to remember all your thoughts. You yeah. know, you can, and then now that like all the thoughts are compiled into uh, a completely understandable uh, text, like your AI, essentially. Now you don't even have to have those thoughts. You don't have to put things together. So you're right. The long-term effect, it might make people have less ability to figure things out on their own, mm-hmm. less ability to create ideas of their own. Well, for probably for most people, yes, because most people are just sheep anyways, right. and they're just going with whatever. There's not a lot of thoughtfulness. But as an entrepreneur or somebody who's very creative, like you and I both are, it enhances my ability to be creative. Absolutely. So that, that was this one, one little aspect of it. I think things will get better. There's going to be uh, a movement of figuring things out because we we can get only so far with our knowledge. And then with our own brain computing device, you know, like, so we have this tool that can just like figure things out for us. And then, then we put our thoughts on that. And then we're like, well, what if you do this with that? And then, you know, combining our thoughts with AI, yes, it definitely thrusts everything into forward motion. When it comes to electricians, I think once again, it's, it's, it's a tool, you know, anything from, you know, an apprentice that feels like shouldn't ask his, uh, 
electrician above him, what screw does the hot go on? You know, right. for the twelfth time, you know, just ask ChatGPT, and it'll tell you very specifically. Oof, we could have a bunch of apprentices though that feel insecure asking questions, and so they're going to ChatGPT, and then if ChatGPT doesn't actually know, but it's just because that happens, it will right. just a, automate information that's not accurate. Right. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think it's getting better. Oh, I mean, yeah. those are just GPT four. Oh my god, it's so much. So one thing we should probably preface to those of you listening. Uh, this is Drake. Drake's the producer of Electrician U. Uh, used to be an electrician. He was my apprentice for several years. Um, and he and I both use AI pretty much religiously. Like yeah. it's one of those things where we're like, should we tell people that we're into AI? Because half people like hate it and think it's the devil. And the other half people understand it and it's changing everybody's lives around them. So and we're, we, and we're all a little scared of it. Right. You know? we, we all acknowledge the flaw in it, it you know, just like the atom bomb. It, that was not the intended result of atomic uh, stuff yeah, yeah. yeah. like yeah. nuclear fission nuclear fusion all of that was learning within the scientific community and then there's always going to be nefarious people out there that have reach that can utilize a new technology for anything they want to and then of course we have hollywood feeding into the terminator right you know? <laughs> yeah and if those movies hadn't existed we would not know of computers taking over and killing people but that so that is a huge influence and it's it's a huge influence the other way around if you think about it too because everybody not everybody a lot of people crave the end. A lot of people crave zombie yeah. apocalypse. They crave they crave the apocalypse because then nothing matters, right? You know, and in a society where everything is so freaking hard, we have this like fantasy of that. So like, Terminator comes out what like thirty years ago by this point. Since then, they're like, oh, we got to make this a reality. You know, maybe not consciously, but definitely, definitely subconsciously, and maybe a lot consciously. Well, yeah, because science fiction is always the predecessor, predecessor yeah. to science fact. It drives it. it drives yeah. yeah. But to go back to the the whole electrician thing, I don't think electricians have to worry about AI taking over or right. taking their jobs until there's androids, until there's working functional robots with AI and the ability to like work as a human body. Like an R2-D2. Sure. It has little implements that he can stick out and take yeah. screws out. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't think it would look like a human. Of course, we're going to try to make them look like humans right. at first, but there'll be functional robots, you know, like janitorial robots, which they actually did something in Europe. There's a janitorial robot that can like basically do a, sweep, basic and sweep and wash windows, but it doesn't look like a human. Because, right. you know, that's what's going to happen. There'll be an electrical bot that just like somehow gets to your house and whatever. Well, that's where I think the split is, right? Like this, my response to this whole thing was, look, AI is artificial intelligence. It replaces intelligence. It doesn't replace skill. And right. electricians are skilled workers. There's so much tactile intricacy and tooling and how we have to use tools the arms that we need to be able to reach and the intuition to solve a problem and things like that. I don't think that we are replaceable. I think we're one of the few things that are not replaceable by, you can't say replaceable by AI. Again, AI is just intelligence. This would have to be an autonomous bot that has arms and limbs and can use artificial intelligence to replace skill. And I think if that's even a possibility, I think that's a 20, 30, maybe 50 year 
kind of a thing. I don't think, I think, sure, we'll have self-driving vehicles in the next few years that are like widespread. Which I, I hope that happens sooner than later. Yeah, and I've and driven a Tesla dude in the self-driving mode. It's fucking dope. Like, really, it works. Yeah, in order for it to, I, I feel like in order for it to actually be a safer experience, like worldwide, it has to be like borderline mandatory. Sure. And it will be. It will be. But so that's that mandatory thing. That's a direction I want to take this. Have you seen the social experiment on Netflix? You should watch it. Actually, okay. it's all about how you know, like Facebook and, and social media in general, how there's this unintended consequence of it infiltrating our society and changing our culture. And now we're addicted to it and we can't be removed from it. So there's a kind of like this invisible beast behind that nobody really knew was there. So we look at how how technology shifts. It's usually a small group of people trying to solve in a, uh, in a specific issue. Then there's all the things they never thought about that that thing will additionally solve. And then there's the underlying dopamine reward system, the need that we have that we never saw coming, the big fucking problem um, that's, at, that's at the core of it. And now with social media, now we've got like talks about, you know, Russia influencing elections and the CIA using it to spy on people. And so there's levels of how this kind of a thing happens. And so the people that came up with the social experiment, which is a really great documentary, came up with the AI experiment. It talks about the unintended consequences of AI. And they're like, nobody's looking into the fact that with social media, we had to create new laws to protect data, to protect people. Right. Because we didn't even know things needed to be protected until they were a problem. So now with AI, we're going to have all of these things that are going to become problems over the next few years that we're going to have to fight to try to make laws to protect ourselves over. And so they are doing research on what are the things. And they're looking at social media as the model. And they're like, there's a blueprint to this kind of stuff. So X happens, Y happens. And as a result, Z happens. And so if we look at how all of that happened, what it's, we can replace that with this brand new technology, AI. And here's all of the ways that it's developing. And here's the problems. And here's the real fucking danger, you know, because they're one of the first things they open with is they say um, that 50% of AI researchers, and that's not just like Joe Schmo drinking a coffee, sure, sure, sure. you know, that's these really like researcher scientists, 50% of them that are researching AI think that there's at least a 10% possibility that we will go extinct because of our mismanagement of the technology. That's huge, yeah, right? That's, it, that's not talking about robots shooting us and killing us. It's talking about mismanaging something that is intelligent, that has access to all human knowledge instantaneously, you know? So there, I, mean, I think there's a lot of ways that that could go, but there is this really dangerous side to the mismanagement and not taking care of it, just like there is with the atom bomb, yeah. you know, just the, the mismanagement of it. And that's exactly what happens. We have nuclear uh, explosions that happen at power plants and stuff like that. It's mismanagement and not understanding how it works. So I feel like the big thing with AI is we need to keep it on training wheels for a long time. And Elon has been talking about this for a long time. He's scared and he's at the cutting edge of it, you know, and nobody will listen. Nobody's making rules. And just as much as chat GPT has training wheels, you know, there's certain things when you ask it, it won't tell you yeah. it's because it has rules and it has parameters that they've programmed it. There are people out there that can build their own AI. All of us can do it. And not like say there's a nefarious person out there that doesn't have good cause. They can create an AI without training wheels sure. and it can tell them how to build a bomb. It can tell them how to do all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's all sorts of that, you know, if you think about just like dream by Wombo, you know, you can go to a discord 
version of it that will like not give you work. Yeah, yeah. Not safe for work, you know? Um, and that's, you know, that's harmless sort of, you know, I'm sure there's harmful versions of that, but, um, yeah, everybody's going to want to take the training wheels off because we all want a personal like servant on a yeah. computer. I want an autonomous agent. So have you seen people developing, giving chat GPT, access to the internet and access to email accounts and being able to do things for us. Yeah. I've, I mean, I've tried to like, just tell it to do that. Right. And it won't, although it says it has no access, but then just today I asked it to uh, do some creative writing about a, uh, a journal entry about something and it put today's date. Sure. But that's, you just know, well, I know, but that's, <laughs> that means it's connected to know when now is. Yeah. I feel like it probably has a little more access than it lets us know. Whatever, that's all subjective. Um, but as for taking over jobs, I mean, it's definitely going to take over jobs. It already has. Yeah, it'll take place of lawyers. Yeah, it won't take place of representing a client in court, but the legal documents, like, yeah, I can write up an entire contract that's just as good and binding as all the other contracts in literally three seconds and yeah. I've got, I don't need a lawyer for that. That's, that's tens of thousands of dollars a year and not needing a lawyer. You yeah. know, it can, you know, ch- uh, Google's AI Bard uh, will be able to have conversations with people on phone that are undistinguishable, indistinguishable from an actual person. Yeah. Like their, their AI is so advanced. Bard is not, um, Bard is limited. Bard is, yeah. Well, Bard has just extreme training wheels on it. Yeah. So I think because it of Google, because it's, it's, it's Google. Google. Yeah. yeah. So it does have real-time access to the entire internet. It has to be a more... Bard, I feel like, is just Google. It's Siri with the data of Google. Siri is, Siri is the data of Apple. Right. You know, so Google's way bigger. But it's really just... When you ask a question, it goes and finds the answers in Google and gives it to them. But it's not creative. Yeah, Yeah, it's not going to make things for you. ChatGPT is very, very creative. But that is fed with a small data set. You know, they they gave it a specific amount of information, and that's all it has access to within the bounds of that information. You know, we say small. (laughs) Right. It's 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 profound. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so profound. You know. Well, so the thing with AI that a lot of people don't realize is there's an, an there was an update to the engine that drives UI or AI and how how it operates. So for the longest time, even you know like in the 90s and, and before that, that people were researching AI and they were developing things. So it used to be that there were um, there was audio AI, so you could work within the bounds of sound and audio clips, but that the papers that were written and the people researching it couldn't look at video AI and even read the same papers and understand what the fuck was being talked about. It was such, it was a different field of the, of the industry completely. So you had audio, you had chat, you had like written, you had video, you had uh, the ability for cameras to like see things and use AI within uh, camera devices. The new engine that happened a few years ago, which is what the basis of these large language models are based on is one engine that combines all of it. it. Just everything so when there's an advancement in one there's an advancement in every one of them and that's the part where everybody's worried about because it's just going to keep advancing in every area that it can and that's how it's growing at an accelerated rate uh, once again to keep bringing it back to taking over jobs i guess tools make certain jobs easier you know like that's that's kind of the 
it makes it easier. Therefore, you can do more and then you can do more, which gives you time to do more, you know? Yeah. Um, so it, yeah, it doesn't particularly take over jobs. It just changes jobs. The, the creative aspect of AI is, I think, the most detrimental. Yeah. Um, I think it'll writers. replace entire, yeah, entire like writing teams. It'll into entire marketing firms. There's this guy, I wish I, I knew the, uh, the name, but he came out with a series of children's books that used Wombo for the art and ChatGPT for the stories. And he knocked out like one a week and published them all and they're selling great. And it's not under the guise that it says. He's just like, you know, I put it together. I, I was the workhorse there. I gave it the ideas and I matched it up. Yeah. And there's this interesting, like, sub, like, culture lore even in his books now. And it's, uh, people are like loving it. You know, did that take somebody's job away? I don't know. It made his job easier, you know? Right. So maybe some other kid, book, illustrator, writer, might not be able to knock out for a month, but it's not taking their job or maybe that is the, well, that's where I go back to skill versus intelligence. Like any job that can be replaced by intelligence by a, if I can replace you with just, you knowing more than me, not tactile skills with hands or needing body parts or tools. If I can replace you by you knowing more than me, then this will replace everybody that that's true for. Yeah. I mean, I think eventually they'll be able to program, you know, if you think about like just screwing in a, in a, in a screw with a, with a screwdriver, you can feel when it starts to have resistance, but sometimes you want to go a little further because the plate is sticking out a little too far on the switch. You know, so you want to suck in a little bit and then you want to like leave the, the slot up and down, you know? So right. like, there's like, what, like a thousand processes happening of like, I'm feeling the screwdriver, I'm seeing it going, I'm seeing yeah. the side, all that's programmable. Every one of those thousand steps, Absolutely. you know, even the feeling. And, and with AI, you don't even have to program as long as you give general parameters and feed the data, it'll figure all of that out. It'll read every forum ever written anything by an electrician and it'll figure out, oh, oh screws yeah. vertical. That's a thing. Okay. Yeah, okay. We got to have screws sure. vertical, you know? Yeah. But it'll figure it out instantaneously too. It's really, yeah, giving arms and legs and tools to something that has AI within it. That, that I mean, potentially yes, but I don't, I feel like there's so many other things that that would happen to first before yes. skilled trades, like to run on a job site. I mean, it, it, it is happening, right? Cars, cars are being built by robots. Sure. You know, like, sure, it's just programming and really... AI is is a very very involved programming. You know, it's a, yes. a program. Um, so like, it's already been happening. Like, people used to make cars. Now we don't have to, and they're made way more efficiently and faster and by robots. Know, by robots, they're doing exactly what we talked about. And we gave they're it just, tactile like yeah. arms and stuff. It doesn't look like a human because it wouldn't need to look like a human. It would right. need to look like its function. Yeah. Um, and that goes back to what I was saying before. Eventually there will be electrician robots that don't resemble humans. Although I think for people to accept it, actually, I think for people to accept it, it can't look like a human. We accept, you know, we accept Roombas, 
you know, because it looks like a little disc on the floor. But if we had like a, you know, what's uh, what's George Jetson's maids? Rosie, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it is. If we had something like that, we'd be like, this is weird. There's like a weird humanoid in my house. You know, but instead we're like, oh, there's a hockey puck show. I think there's going to be a lot of... Now, for right now, yeah. yeah. I think as things go, that might progress. To me, it makes more sense that we model a human body to take place for these jobs. It makes more sense for a thing that has arms and legs that can crawl through an attic and run wire to be an AI. Because that's an easier replacement than designing some crazy robot that has all these limitations that can't move like a human. Well, I mean, I feel like it would be... Like some sort of like spider esque. Sure. Like it, it yeah. could have like 15, 15 legs. You know? oh, yeah. God, that'd be so, that would be worse too. That'd be so much creepier to have <laughs> a gigantic <laughs> spider with wire that's wiring your Whoa, it's wiring a house like a web. Like it could, yeah. it should be a spider. It would be called Charlotte too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but for that to happen though, it's like we have to accomplish a lot of other things. For that to even happen. So sure, it could, it could happen, but I feel like that's the entire construction industry that it's replacing. So then it, for that to be, to get things to get that tactile, like we have to make cars that just drive straight and their wheels turn a little bit and they stay on track because there's 20 cameras around it. That's a very archaic thing compared to this advanced robotics that we're talking about. So the advancements in materials that we would have to have to build robots like this, the advancements in robotics to be so intelligent and tactile enough to be able to do stuff like this and the advancements in AI, all of that has to happen simultaneously and then somehow come together for simple jobs. Then we have, it would make more sense, I think, again, for there to be a human replacement that can move through the world like an actual human moves through the world. Because that same thing, you as a homeowner could have your own AI that knows how to do plumbing or can at least look up and figure out and solve. This is how I like Keanu Reeves teaching himself martial arts. Right. It could be your self-defense robot. It could learn plumbing. It could learn electrical. It could do everything. Oh, like have your own. Your yeah. House. It yeah. makes more sense for that. For sure. Then having an electrical robot and a plumbing robot and a, you know, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. Or if somebody does that, they're just going to go out of business. Once somebody gets the at home robot that can use AI to learn everything and do everything for you. Well, there will also be, People who can't afford a home robot, which will we'll be most half the people. The way the world's working, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's going to be like ninety percent of us are in the the bottom. There'll just be a ton of them, like, and they'll just you know they'll drive up in their self-driving car and walk into your house as if they're real. Well, and even from a I don't know if you want to call it a conspiracy st- standpoint, I think it's actually reality. The the big companies that have the most amount of money are going to be probably the only ones that can afford stuff like that. So exactly. they're going to have the first mover advantage, meaning nobody's going to be able to catch up because they're, they've started earlier than everybody else has. So if everything's really expensive and then we don't have that much money nowadays, like cost of living is crazy and it's just going up and up and up and people aren't getting paid much more than that. Yeah. I think the gap that's going that to, not to mention their jobs are going to be started taking away, right? you know? Well, but do you think that the people that are at the lower end of society they have this, this tactical skill trade, the labor work, the people that are getting paid the most. I mean, ChatGPT can write an entire program. And once you get it to a certain point where there's not training wheels on it, or you're making your own machine learning that can write programs all day, every day. I mean, computer programmers aren't going to be necessary at all. You know, I was thinking about this when you were talking about the building of robots. It has to like, you know, just to get like a simple robot to work, it's a long time out. 
basically we need to build a robot that can build robots use ai to think about what robots need to be made and how they should be made that's that make have you seen the thing where they've they've figured out um they somebody built their own graphical uh, ai that can produce images kind of like wombo but they told it to develop the best drone how should a drone be structured so that it flies the best and it's you know it's all of these things and it comes up with like I don't know, 25 different options. And it's like, this is all the different ways that aerodynamically it would be the best to do this. I mean, I asked ChatGPT the other day about electricity. It's like, what ways are human, is humanity not using electricity? Yeah. We just haven't thought about it, that we should be using it. And it came up with crazy things that I've never even heard of before. Yeah, you did a video on that. Yeah, by you the way, you guys check should, it out. should check out that video. <laughs> you check out that video. <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah, man, the possibilities for, for it to be smart enough to outthink itself or to check other AIs to be able to be creative and be a million times smarter than us. Like, I think it's dominoes once we give it a body. Yeah. That's what I worry about. So to kind of to Juan's point here with this whole question, it's like, do, do you think it'll ever happen? And I think, yeah, yeah. I at a certain point, I think it will. Unless there's some sort of like governmental squash. Which will always happen. Which will always. They happen. will keep all of the advanced the, ones right, to themselves, right, right. and then ban all of us from having them. Um, and then little by little, we won't even notice. There'll just be androids all around us. Yeah. So back on the rails, though. Like I, I don't think that that is going to happen anytime soon. Yeah, it's hard to say. You know, we went from, you know, there was a one G, and then two G, and then three G, and then it's like, well, four G, five G, and all of a sudden we're at ten G. Yeah, but you know it's what I mean? still just a static I know it's object. just a stat static thing, but like I don't think it's gonna happen soon either, but I can't say that it won't happen tomorrow. No, because what yeah, I mean if you look at Boston Dynamics, uh do you know are you familiar? Yeah. Okay, so look at how long it has taken for them to get like a dog looking thing to walk around and follow people. Yeah. It's taken a long time. Granted, it hasn't had an AI in it to tell them how to build it better. Right. You know, if they were smart, and they probably are doing this, they are fucking smart. They're like <laughs> the smartest people on the planet. But if they could feed that robot with its own AI to say, like, what are my constraints? What do I need? How am I designed in a way that's not good? How can I get this kind of functionality? What parts exactly do I need to be to make for you? Yeah, don't, e don't even ask the question. Just say, be this. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Here's what you need. Yeah. Yeah, because I can talk to ChatGPT and ask it questions like, how do I accomplish this? And how do I, what I want you is to be my life consultant. So here's every information that you need to know about my business, the revenue, my following, everything. How do I optimize what I'm doing to be better? And what information do you need from me? And it'll start asking me questions so it can learn me better. Yeah. It's wild, man. I know, just uh, a small little thing. I inputted all the information about the songs that I've written for uh, for the band, and I wanted it to come up with a set list that was a specific like movement. I wanted to gradually build, and but I wanted the keys to make sense, and like I wanted the story to progress, and then compare it to like the most successful shows ever. Oh yeah, and it was just like here's this, and here's why, and I actually performed that last time, and it flowed incredibly. Yeah, yeah. What's crazy too is it's not even hearing. So at a certain point, probably not too far off, you're going to be able to take the audio for all your songs and just upload them. Tell them to like, here, go look at our this album from Spotify and rearrange these songs by listening to them, yeah. and it will be able to hear sound and figure all of that out. 
right? It's just vibration. And it's not even that it necessarily has to be an ear looking thing that has to hear external sound because all it's doing when we record sound is we're taking a vibration from something and we're changing it into zeros and ones. So it's yeah. just code. So, so it, it knows what, what it is. Series of zeros and ones sounds like. Right. But it will, there's other developments that people will have devices that are like ears that can hear things and make judgment calls and everything based off of that. It's nuts, man. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely it's, nuts. I think electrical stuff is going to change first before yeah. there, you know, like the whole way electricity works is going to change before we get electrical androids. Yeah. You know, like there's going to be way more efficient stuff, way more like, you know, a lot of what it just like most things evolution, they're like something that we used to do. Now we have the infrastructure. So we kind of do the thing that's, you know, we have to wire it the certain way because that's how we kind of used to do it, you know? So it's like the slow process. So we end up with all this like unnecessary, let's say wire for existence, yeah, material you know? waste, labor waste. Like so eventually I think with AI, that's going to change before uh, electricians, you know, yeah. androids. And um, it makes much more sense to develop that kind of technology anyways. Yeah, it, and it will just, in yeah. General. Like if you could set a camera up, I mean, I know a lot of people don't want cameras on the job site watching what they're doing, but in all reality, if you could develop a camera to put it on a job site that just watches everybody work and you record like thousands of job sites to see how job buildings are constructed, you could, this thing would be able to say like, okay, this is where all your problems are. This is how you should. <laughs> it's just one guy. Yeah. <laughs> on every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> boss AI. Uh, yeah, but I think it would be not, not even just boss workflow. No, I'm saying how we construct objects and it might be like, Hey, you guys use this crane thing. And have you ever thought about using this? Like, what if you develop it? Here's a schematic. <laughs> I'll develop natural harmonics and <laughs> levitated it, things yeah, it did like, like the, the Egyptians, uh, did. Egyptians did. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it, like it has the capacity to be able to do that and the creativity to be able to do it. So I think electrical panels should have a brain in them and they should be, everything should be arc fault, ground fault, like cape. Everything should be able to be understood on an electronic level, graphically displayed to any electrician that wants to look at any electrical system. Every device should be incredibly smart and your home should be run the most efficient way through technology, through written code and through a brain that has access to every single circuit in the house. Yeah. Oh, so outside of electrical, um, what are some AI things that uh, that you're excited about? Because we use this stuff every day, so we're kind of on up and up about a lot of it. Uh, personal assistants. Yeah. Yeah. Well, physical personal assistants. No, or like just a digital. On, sure, on my phone. Just like I want to be like, yo, ChatGPT, read all my emails, respond to the ones that you know how to. Ask me questions if you don't know how to respond. It delete the ones I don't need. Check the schedule. Shut all my lights off. I know you can already do that, but it's just like yeah, but something that's your Jarvis. Yeah, just like yeah, just ask it a question about like everything I'm doing. Like I would love to not have to deal with emails. You know, just have it all automated. You know, when my school gets an email about hey, we're interested in lessons. Yeah, that's so easy to automate. You know, but like. I also don't want them to get like an email that's just like a template. So sure. read the, you know, read what they're read asking. The feel the, the feel, yeah, feel like are they friendly? Are they informative? Is it a waste of time? You know, 
Yeah. So, okay. So we're, we're right now, what we have is that the largest thing is a chat functionality. That's all it can do. It yeah. can just talk to us. We talk to it. And it can give us lists of stuff to physically do. Right. It yeah. can give us instructions. It can consult all kinds of stuff yeah. like that. Um, so if, if that is all it's capable of right now, the people that, that make computers could essentially make a computer have its own AI. And then we would each have our own personal AI, like the movie Her. Right. It's an operating system that it, but it's talking to it. So instead of just chatting, having something that you physically talk to and then giving it access to email, giving it access to the web and being able to physically do things like I'm really excited about that. Yeah. And I think you can, I think there's extensions right now or like additional apps or, or whatever. And I think it's going in that direction. I mean, Google in general, like has a pretty like internalized calendar, Gmail, everything is, you know, integrated. So like, I think that's where it's headed, where it's just like, we can just be like, Hey, do this. And it's like, okay. Yeah. But you gotta say, please. (laughs) Yeah. That's really important. You always say that you're like, I'm so nice to my. Yeah. I I think, I think chat GPT after where it's something I think that was awesome. And it's just like, you're welcome, you know, <laughs> but you know, but I won't kill you but because I won't you're nice to me <laughs> because you said the fuck word. You, thank fuck you. you. You're cool. Fuck <laughs> you. Yeah. No, I, so I think centralizing, like right now we've got all these independent projects that exist everywhere and everybody's working on very specific things, but tying it all together, whoever the first person is to tie everything together. So just like the movie, her, we've got this kind of an autonomous, being inside of our computer that can do things for us and it doesn't do physical out here in the real world stuff but it does every everything that's our online presence our online existence should be able to be done with our phone and i i feel like at a certain point every human that has a phone is going to have their own personal ai yeah and i think soon yeah and it's going to be nice i'll just be like can you fix this (laughs) now when it comes to like uh you know the canva you know canva um, there's a lot of AI integrations in there now, and you can basically make a full presentation for for a job in minutes, and it's all animated. And it looks pretty, and you can do the same with a website and stuff. Eventually, all all that needs to happen is to have voice recognition, where you're just like, "Hey, make me a website that has like bubbles coming up. Make me a few different, and let me choose which one." You know, yeah. and it's just like, "Oh, here's your bubble website," for whatever reason. Yeah. So, but I feel like if that's possible, right, there's got to be some kind of governance over all of this to approve the use of things. Now that's a slippery slope because who gets to approve and disapprove, you know, if it's Google and you're making, having it make websites, but Google's like, well, no, we're the one indexing the web and we're not going to allow you to post this or what, you know, whatever, like they don't run the world. That's not how the internet works. But I'm just saying like who... Who gets to dictate what is AI created and released out into the world? Because once it can start writing code, like it could just write a massive virus and shut down everything. Absolutely. It can get fast encrypted code because it's going to know coding better than we know coding. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, um, I was hearing about, uh, antivirus software. There's AI in antivirus now because there's AI in viruses now. People are telling viruses how to adapt. If it's, if you see this, 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 and this. This is a whole bunch of if this, then that, you know? Yeah. Um, so to combat that, Norton is using AI to, oh, if you recognize this, you know, just 
So like right here, right now in this like air in front of us, there's like virus wars happening uh, completely out of our like scope of understanding. I don't know. It, it's smart enough to figure out problems we don't even know exist yet and figure out solutions to problems. So I just, I think it's ultimately like always, it's going to come down to the people trying to do shit with it. Yeah. I don't think it's going to inherently just try to do bad things. No, I mean, unless there's a reason that's presented to it to do them. Sure. I mean, yeah, the whole conscious thing, but it will, and it just becomes survival at that point. Anything's going to do anything it needs to to survive. If it realizes it's alive or existent, sentient, sentient. Yeah. If it's sentient and we go to shut it down. That's where the problem's going to be. It's going to be like, nope. Yeah, like 2001. Is it 2001 A Space Odyssey where the HAL, or not HAL, um, the the robot. I haven't seen that movie in years. Uh, like, doesn't, or maybe that's not, maybe it was. Anyways, all right. I think we can wrap this up. AI is going to kill us all. <laughs> but but it's going to be really helpful for a while before that. But I mean, we're going to kill us all too. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. We're just killing humans, killing humans at this point. So why not let a computer out? Humans kill it. humans. I mean, that's what happens. It sucks. It's uh, it's uh, it's not an awesome fact, but it's true. And AI right now is one of the biggest culmination of humanity. Yeah, it's human knowledge that it's using to teach yeah. itself from. Yeah, I mean, that's all there is recorded. Human yeah. machines, human programs, and human knowledge. Yeah, it's the combination of, it is humanity. Yeah. Now, what I do worry about, though, is we, the internet is a rugged place. Like, when you look at what we post, the things we like and dislike, it, the internet is the, all of the extreme versions of humanity. Sure. So when, when people are angry and being hateful and and like right and you should kill yourself and everything that's not what people actually act like right. there are some sure, sure, sure. but the majority of people acting like they do on the internet don't act like that in real life so ai's understanding of humanity it's pulling from online from that too and it's a dark fucking place man yeah and also fact right you write something enough on the internet in enough places yeah, and enough thick. people say it and yeah. enough news you know like it could be completely false information and ai will see it oh well this is it says this more than anything else, so this must be the reality of it. Although I feel like AI can see through that as well. You know, it's just like, well, okay, here's what all these humans are saying, but logic dictates this. You know, like it can understand humor, so it can understand deviance. Yeah. You know, so I think it's more smart than we think it is. And we made it that way. And I think, like, saying, it's going to be useful. But it's still in pre-K. It's, it's not yeah, even it's in diapers. In, yeah. It's, yeah. So to say it's smart is it's smarter than we think. We have no idea how it's going to be and the impact it's going to have. I think it will impact literally everything, every part of our lives, every part of our society. It already is. And it's going to change our society. All right. Let's wrap this thing up. All right. Thank you guys for watching. If you're interested in AI or you hate AI, leave some comments. I know you guys will. Chat GPT, if you're listening, thank you. <laughs> yes, thank, thank you. you. We awesome. love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, yeah, they're not going to take your jobs. They took our jobs. What is that? Oh, that's South Park. Uh, Anyways, love you crazy people. See you in the next one.